discussed and talked about how we don't need to receive it from God to believe that he's able to do it. Amen. Do I have any believers in the house of worship that just know that, hey, I walk by faith and I don't walk by sight. And I know that my faith pleases God because it's impossible to please him without faith. Amen. Knowing that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of those things, what? That are not seen. Amen. Look at somebody and say, God is able. Even though I don't see it. And even though I see what I see, y'all. How many of you believe, even in yet in the midst of, I see what I see, that God is still in control? Amen. Amen. But today we want to look at, we want to look at the next aspect, important aspect of prayer. Amen. The next important aspect of prayer is simply this. When we pray, y'all, we've got to forgive. That's an important aspect of prayer. Amen. Forgive when we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. I want you to turn with me to Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. Amen. Some of these aspects, we thank God for just giving just new illumination of his revelation. And, and we just simple things. Amen. Somebody say the simple things. The most profound. When God gives his understanding and illumination. Mark chapter 11. Amen. The next aspect again is forgive when you pray. Let's look at Mark chapter 11 starting with verse number 25. Are you there with me? Let's go up to 22 because but the key scriptures will be just 25 and 26. But we're going to go up to 22 because I want you to get it all in. Amen. This is Jesus. Remember the lesson of the fig tree. Verse 22. Mark chapter 11 verse 22. Starting at verse 22. And we're going to be turning to a number of scriptures on today. Thank you for standing in honor of the word of God. Amen. The first scripture says here, verse 22. And Jesus answering said unto them, do what? Have faith. Have faith in whom? Somebody just look at somebody across the room, across the sanctuary and say, believe in God. Amen. Verse 23 says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this what? Mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast where? Into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe. Any believers in the house? Amen. That those things which he said shall come to pass, the Bible says what? He shall have whatsoever he said. Look at someone and say, there is nothing impossible for my God. He can do all things. Hallelujah. But let's look at the next verse, verse 24. Then the key two scriptures are the last two in this area. But it says here, therefore I say unto you, this is Jesus, whatsoever things ye desire when you pray, do what? Believe. Somebody say, I gotta believe. Amen. But he said that you receive them and you shall have them. 
But now that we've got that part, let's look at verse 25 and 26, which is the key scriptures for the start of today. He said, Jesus said this, and when you stand doing what? Pray. When you stand, pray. Do what? Forgive. Yeah. Aphiomi, which is simply, this is the, that's the Greek word, aphiomi. And that simply means to let it go. If you have what? Ought against any, that your who? Father also, which is where? In heaven may forgive you your trespasses. Last before you sit is 26, but if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. My, my, my. You can be seated. Amen. Amen. When we pray, we must forgive. Amen. God bless you, Brother Nelson. Amen. Forgiveness or unforgiveness, as we know, it is poisonous to us because unforgiveness hinders our faith from working. Amen. When we don't forgive others, it hinders the ability or our righteousness or ability rather for God to hear us when we go to him in prayer. Guess what, y'all? We read the whole scripture because I want you to understand this, that when we pray and the Bible says in verse 25, Jesus said, forgive. Forgiveness is not built upon or doesn't have all to do with great faith or radical faith because forgiveness is simply this it's simply letting it go it is simply it, it's simply understanding that guess what every single one of us have sinned and come short or fallen and come short of the glory of God and we know that guess what that if there is another brother or sister who have offended us we can do just like Jesus did for us and let all of what people did or someone else did against, against us and had all against us, let it all go. Forgiveness. We have to understand that when we, when we stand or when we pray, when we go before God, when we seek God's face, we got to understand that, you know something? I've got to not have art with someone who did me something 10 years ago or somebody that hurt my heart last week or somebody that hurt my heart 20 years ago and I go down before God and asking God to bless me when I haven't been a blessing to someone else and forgave them for what they did to me. How many of you know that Jesus Christ was a blessing to every single one of us because the Bible says in Isaiah 54 that what? What was he was wounded for who what? Our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and it's by his stripes we were healed. So guess what that means? That simply means this. Even though we did what we did, even though they turned their backs and even though we sinned, even to this day against God, even though some of us know better and we don't do better, guess what? God still gave his 
who sacrificed his life for every one of us that we can be here today and be called the children, the sons and the daughters of the Most High God. He did it so that we can be righteous. He did it so that we can be justified. He did it for us even though we didn't deserve it. And how many of us know that None of us deserve what Jesus did. But yet still in all, he paid the price and we didn't have to pay a dime. Mm. This is why Jesus says, forgive. When you stand praying, when you stand to communicate with God, you've got to let it Go. What somebody else has done to you. Let it go. If I yearn to see the supernatural power of God when I pray, y'all, I've got to learn how to forgive other people. An important aspect of prayer. Let's, let's, let's even connect it. What is Jesus? When Jesus ascended into heaven, the Bible says that what? When he ascended into heaven, he was seated. He is now seated on the right what? Hand side of who? Of God making intercession for the saints. So that means that even after he gave his life, he shed his blood for us so that we can be forgiven and justified to go before God, he hadn't stopped praying for what we're still doing. Yes, yes. Mm. Somebody say, I gotta forgive. Let it go. Yeah. It's an important aspect of prayer because y'all, God, God, how many of you know that every single one of us, y'all, we are made special, perfect, and pleasing in his sight? Y'all know the word of God, Psalm 139 says, we were fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. Amen. But the thing about it is, is that how can I, if I know that I was fearfully and wonderfully made, how can I hold something against someone else that was made fearfully and wonderfully and they're God's creation? Somebody say, well, pastor, they're not saved, so they act in all kind of ways. Well, the Bible says, if you don't remember in the word of God, the Bible says in what? In John 3, 16, that what? God so loved the who? World. world. Yes. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him, they got a lot of whosoever's, amen? But we must understand that Jesus gave his life for the whosoever's that are in the world. That means God still loves them. They got to make the decision. And at some point in time, that's our job to minister to them. But it's also our job, y'all, to forgive them. Just what Jesus said when he had his hands, when he was on the cross and his arms were stretched open wide, he said, Father, forgive them. See, that's a prayer. He was talking to God. For they know not what they do. Mm. See, sometimes we wonder why we can't get that connection with God. We wonder why we can't 
feel God like we used to be able to feel God. Or we wonder why there's some hindrances in our relationship or even here. Because guess what? When we have unforgiveness in our hearts, we don't reflect Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Look at somebody and say, I've got to forgive. Come on, I've got to forgive. Isaiah 1 and 18 says, we must be willing to do what? To reason together and go forward. Mm-hmm. Look at somebody and say, i got to let it go. And here is the reason why. You see, it's not for the other person. When we forgive, remember the scripture says in verse 25, Jesus said that when you stand praying, you forgive. Right? What did he say? When you stand praying, you forgive. And if you have something against or something internal or ought with against any, he said that your father also, which is in heaven, will forgive you your trespasses. I'm not forgiven because I want to release somebody else. I'm forgiven because I need to be released and I need God to hear me when I pray. I need, I need to have a supernatural or I need to sense the presence. I want to move from God in my life when I go before the Lord and communicate with him. See, forgiveness is not for just somebody else. But Jesus indicated, he said, when you stand praying, you forgive and it's for yourself. How many of you want to hear from God? How many of you know when you go before God in prayer, an important aspect is that you've got to let that thing go. You know what? I'm going to say this, y'all. And this is so in time. You know, life is too short. We're in a time right now, y'all. I never thought I'd see this. Life is too short to hold grudges, to hold unforgiveness. You don't know who you're talking to and when could be their last moment. My peace isn't worth me not forgiving somebody. But let me, let, let, let's break it down here. Let's break it down here. Then you know what? Let, let's look at another aspect here. The same aspect rather, but another section of that aspect. We must forgive when we pray. Amen? Anybody, everybody agree with that, right? Amen. But right up under that is this. We must be 